0: Listening to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face-to-face with our guests every Thursday at 11.15am, only on Tracks FM.
1: here on Trax FM.
0: This is Tracks Momentum with me, Diana. Time on the clock is 11.15 a.m. And a gorgeous Thursday it is. It, we have face-to-face. And I am well excited because I actually have Young Behomad, Teresa Cog, the Member of Parliament for Sepute with me right here in the studios. Thank you so much for joining me, Yang Behomad. How are you today?
2: Yeah, fine.
0: Fantastic. Okay. I'm very, very excited right now, just so you know. My mom is also excited to okay. listen. In, so we just. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> I will do. She's probably screaming right now because you said that. But I think, uh, for today, we're gonna have a very nice conversation about moving forward in unity. And to start off with, I suppose, um, we want to, for the benefit of our listeners, and especially for the younger generation, perhaps those who have yet to have the opportunity to start voting, they want to get to know you a little bit more. Let's allow them to get that opportunity. So, young Homat, you've been in uh, uh, the history of politics for quite some time now. You have had history yeah. in politics yeah. for quite some time now. Yeah. Could you share a little bit more about yourself with the lit- uh, listeners and what motivates you to do what you do?
2: Well, I uh, became MP since 1999. This year is 2023. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, have become MP moving towards 20th, the 24th year. Wow. <clears throat> that shows, you know, how old I am. Is it? No lah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, I must say that uh, in the last 24 years in parliament, of course, I see the up and downs, huh? the developments of... Uh, uh, politics in Malaysia. Uh, I also, uh, of course, the most interesting part is uh, right now, uh, well, 2018 was interesting enough. I worked with Dr. Mahathir. And uh, we, first time, uh, we managed to have a change of government in 2018. And the, uh, last year, okay, 2014, the uh, GE uh, 15, where, again, you know, another interesting uh, election where we had Finally, Tajah Sri Amwar Ibrahim, <laughs> together with us, with the Harapan Coalition, we managed uh, to make a breakthrough and have a change of government and now we are back to government again. About mm-hmm. uh, well, your question is, uh, you know, um, how to, about the new uh, Undi 18, mm-hmm. uh, the well, newly registered voters. Yes,
0: we want to get to know you a little bit more. What do you, um, you know, what is it in, in you that drives you to do whatever it is that you're doing for your constitution?
2: Well, I um, what drive me, I think uh, I, if I see myself, you know, come into politics, which was not my plan during my university time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know, during my university time, I, in 1986, I studied com- the, uh, the course of communication oh. in USM. You know, those days, the uh, course of communication was rather new. But I desire to be a broadcaster, say, <laughs> oh. to be a TV journalist at that time. That's why, uh, at that time I major and minor in, I major in broadcasting, minor in journalism. After that, I changed. I major in broadcasting and I minor in uh, political science. Uh-huh. Uh, so actually I never planned to uh, come into politics, but somehow it happened in the way in 1990 general election. When I came back to Kuala Lumpur, uh, I helped out in the, general election campaign of uh, Dr. Kua Kya Song mm-hmm. at that time. That's how I came to know about DAP. That's how I came to know about politics and so on. And after that, I was, you know, asked, uh, I was uh, asked to work uh, in the DAP headquarters as Lim ki uh, political secretary. Mm. So that's how I came in, you know, I didn't. I thought I will serve there for five years. I I said, I gave myself five years time from one general election to another general election. I didn't know I stuck until now, sir. So. Wow. <laughs> I mean, after
0: everything that you have experienced, I'm pretty sure this is that would give you the drive to do more
2: things yeah. to want to make a difference in for the country itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I'm quite happy to see that some of the, those are uh, you know policies that we wanted to to change, mm-hmm. and now we see it happening, especially. When we talk about uh, two coalition at that time, you know, in nineteen ninety, we want to Malaysia to have two coalition political coalition uh, like you in US, like in many countries, advanced countries, uh, so that Malaysia will be more democratic. And we see it happening now mm. in Malaysia. We never, you know. Um, 20, after 20 over years, 30 years
0: almost. Okay, well it's wonderful to be able to hear your experience in that and I suppose in a lot of ways uh, for the the, the benefit of our listeners, sorry, uh, especially for the youth, if they were to consider ever going into politics themselves like you never know where you're going to start so just like how YB had explained your journey was completely different when you started off with wanting to be a broadcaster you still can and I'm sure you can steal my (laughs) job after this. But anyways, (laughs) moving forward though, uh, uh, what are your Opinions on the statement that was uh, made by our Prime Minister Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim on New Year's Day that the government's goal is to ensure
2: that all Malaysians are treated fairly and equally, regardless of race and religion. Well, I welcome this statement. This is a, a positive statement to all uh, racial communities, and uh, also um, for those in Sabah, Sarawak, and also with uh, you know those in Peninsula. I think this is a very positive statement, and. Uh, I think people generally are looking uh, forward na, on the, the fairness and equality that they aspire for. And I read that yesterday, uh, the Prime Minister had announced that Sabah Sarawak can get the $50 million, uh, allocation and you, they can use it at their discretion or something like that. And they are going to uh, discuss more detail. So this is for me, this is also another positive uh, announcement and that shows that this new government uh, of course, with GRS and GPS and both state governments are in this coalition, uh, they, the, they have been respected. You know, their status as equal partners mm-hmm. have been respected by this new government. So I believe uh, the, the government leaders and also the people in uh, Sabah and Sarawak, they welcome this announcement too. And uh, of course, uh, we have uh, a lot of other issues that we need to handle that include gender equality, you know, racial issues and all, all that, uh, I think whole loads of them, but we have to uh, be practical. We have to handle the most, uh, the, uh, what do you call that, the low hanging fruit, something that we can do, we quickly get to do it. And also like, I, I'm quite impressed with this new government that they are so serious in handling the, uh, reducing the cost of living. Mm. Uh, this has been actually stated in our Pakatan Harapan Manifesto and I see that they are very serious in implementing it. I see Masabu go to visit the chicken farm, you know, try to see how to reduce the price of eggs, you know, and also uh, recent announcements that to lower the toll, mm. toll uh, price in the uh, Sungai Bersi and so on. So all these are, I think, are the moves that are welcomed by the Rakyat. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, this is very fascinating. Now also, you know, on am forwarding to that, like in order to make sure that policies are formed with the general public in mind, of course, the, the Prime Minister also called for a greater grasp of the idea of a paradigm shift. Yeah, uh, <laughs> This concept must not only be in the minds of those in power, but also in the development policies on the ground. What are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, paradigm shift is something that we uh, never expected, you know, uh, before... The uh, GE uh, fifteen because GE fifteen if we tell our voters, well after election we'll work with up no, our Barisan National sure will get hammered, but you know after this uh, the uh, the the GE uh, fifteen people can accept it. Our like our supporters, you know, all this one uh, the voters in my constituency, uh, for example, uh, is just the uh, AP or opposition parties and no more, right? But now they can accept it. They are also looking forward that we can work together. You know, yesterday I was invited by my former uh, opponent in election MCA candidate, former MCA candidate uh, Bani Chin, to officiate uh, the opening of uh, his cafe. Mm. In, in my constituency. Mm. So I was sitting together with ABNO, uh, uh represent uh, leaders, the local ABNO leaders and uh, AMANA leaders and so on. Well, this is a breakthrough. <laughs> Certainly moving forward in unity as much as, much as
0: one could possibly do. Yeah. Alright, well we're going to take a really short break YB. Yeah. Alright, so uh, I am actually having a chat with Yamahoma Teresa Kok, the Member of Parliament for Sepute. We're talking about moving forward in unity on Face to Face. We'll be right back.
1: Experience the excitement right here, right here, right, right, right here, on Tracks FM
0: listening to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face-to-face with our guests every Thursday at 11.15am only on FM.
1: Right here. right here, right here, right here, on Tracks FM.
0: Welcome back to Tracks Momentum. This is face to face with me, Diana, and I am speaking to Yang Bohoma Teresa, Koch, a member of Parliament for Sipute. We have been discussing about moving forward in unity. In fact, we talked about uh, paradigm shift. The idea of paradigm shift when it comes to working together uh, with a uh, with a group that one no- normally does not usually work with before <clears> this. <throat> <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, so you know, just to continue on that conversation, this paradigm shift generally does not occur overnight. In your opinion, uh, Yang Bahumat, how will this be carried out and when will we start seeing results?
2: Well, we just started to work together. Okay, Pakatan Harapan with the Parisan National, with GPS, with GRS and some independents, right? So we used to fight against each other in uh, general election or state elections. So now we have to learn to accommodate and work, uh, work together um just one month plus only so you still need to give us some time say and uh and i i i for me i sincerely hope that we can work it out you know something uh especially certain policies and even certain uh, laws that we have we all you know uh have the same aspiration to bring change uh i hope uh i hope we we can start something uh it is challenging but uh well i think um god willing we if I mean the word, uh, it takes two hands to clap. Yeah. So everyone must uh, put forward our uh, show our sincerity in order to work together. Mm. So it also takes takes some time, you know, for our grassroots to accept the fact. So I believe that it is not uh, that easy for I mean, be practical. For example, for some diehard MCA members to see we Ka working with. DAP, you know, for example, or or even um, no grassroots in rural areas. Except they they have to work with the DAP. But well, I think it's also for us to learn to to go into the uh, all these uncharted waters to show unity. To I I believe by uh, this kerajaan uh, perpaduan, by our leaders can show sincerity to work together. Uh, it also will somehow. Uh, is the racial tension on the ground, and this is positive and very much needed for our country. Mm-mm. Yeah, and to
0: ensure that Malaysia remains a peaceful nation, and it has been since the beginning, racial harmony will be the major objective. Yes. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, um, this is true. Um, you see, for uh, uh, for example, like yes, uh, I mentioned that yesterday, I was sitting with uh, some of the representatives from APNO in uh, KL. Then, you know, as we sit together, we started to talk about how to bring reform and change in the governance of Kuala Lumpur. Actually, you also find that we have some common views on... uh, Certain like issues like overdevelopment, corruption, bribery uh, that involve uh, uh, certain government officers, and we all think that it shouldn't happen, and we should do something about it. I mean, we have actually when we sit down and talk together, we have we can find a lot of common points as well.
0: Okay, well, uh, what strategy, in your opinion, can most effectively ensure that Malaysia remains a tranquil and multiracial nation?
2: I think uh, leaders should. Play important role. I look at uh, Indonesia, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, You, if you remember, you know, uh, thirty, forty years ago, there was, uh, you know, certain racial conflict that happened in Indonesia. But you see, like uh, now, the president Jokowi, he himself went into church the Catholic Church during uh, mass he made a speech there and then he uh, sort of say something that is a that can bring the uh, the Muslims and the Christians together welcomed by both sides I mean all this very little move by the leaders can it, it, it uh, what call it, can have great impact on the ground mm-hmm. so I saw that um, uh, 13 sri one Aziza, She went to the uh, Christian Federation of Malaysia, the Christmas uh, uh, reception. Mm -hmm. So she went out and made a very short speech, but her speech was so good. She didn't even went up with a prepared text. So she represented the prime minister and go there and she talked about something that is positive. How her early days, you know, when she studied in common school, how this impacted her life, the values that she learned. Oh, okay, this is uh, something very uh, positive and welcomed by the uh, uh, by all, oh, mm-hmm. you know, in such in the festive season. And I also see that because of this uh, this kerajaan uh, perpaduan, uh, the issue, for example, like whether the Muslim can greet uh, the Christians Merry Christmas or not. Uh, it has been an issue, right? And first, I'm not sure whether this is the first time, but I was very happy to see the uh, past Secretary General, i Taki Yudin, issue a... Uh, Christmas greetings statements. Mm. Well, this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you said, I think
0: it's all about, you know, doing your best to work together, you got to shift that mindset a little bit and it is uh, really wonderful to be able to see things like that. And then hopefully we'll see more changes that is to come uh, for the benefit of our country, of course. Um, uh, Yang what do you think of democratic accountability?
2: Well, this is important. I, I think that uh, if you recall, you know, since we become government in, uh, okay, I think it started when uh, we became government in Pakatan, Yeah, uh, in two zero zero eight in Penang and also then in Selangor. Selangor was the first state that asked all the ESCOs uh, to have a uh, uh, to make asset declaration, our income and our assets, and after that, you. Uh, And also we were both Pinang and Selangor, we were the first states uh, uh, that come up with what? Live telecast over Mm. webcasting, right? Then after that, slowly we influenced the parliament. Uh, They started with the morning, right? Uh, The question time, uh, live telecast in RTM. So it was the state then influenced the, national, uh, the the federal. Then after that, it has become like nowadays. Uh, if anyone wants to know what's happening in Parliament, they can log into the RTM website to uh, to see the quarrel, to the voting or whatever that happened in Parliament. So you can see this is for me. This is accountability, democratic accountability. Those days, I can tell you that when I first became MP, when we brought up issue like Oh, we should have live telecasts of our parliament sitting. We've been talking about it. I mean, during my time for more than ten years, mm. we never get uh, the the government uh, at that time, you know, to agree to that. And I still remember there was one former MCA uh, deputy minister. She said, "No, we shouldn't have a live telecast uh, of our parliament sitting. This will encourage a uh, showmanship." Of our MPs, you know, uh, like as what what happened in Taiwan, blah blah blah, etc. But today, even actually, we were not aware. We were, we were sitting in the chamber, Dewan yeah, We were not aware that actually the whole country was watching. <laughs> there were cameras actually just being there, viewing Life. everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it has become like it's not an issue, mm. and uh, also like also reminded us that uh, always sometimes it serve a reminder to us that, okay. Uh, Told the line, you know, or also be careful with what we speak. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it will be watched, you know, uh, by the whole world (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, because of the internet. So I think this is part of uh, when we say accountability Mm -hmm. and part of democracy, transparency also. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, then I suppose, uh, you know, in, in situations like this, when this happened, do you ever feel the pressure when it comes to, you know,
2: doing the work? No, uh, not really. Mm. For, well, as, as I say, I'm entering into my 24th years yeah. as a member of parliament.
0: <laughs> <There> <laughs> you have it. All right, we're going to take another short break. But remember, you could actually get in touch with us at Tracks FM Official on Facebook. We're live right now. Uh, I'll give a couple of shout-outs later on uh, after this as well. Uh, we'll be back shortly. And uh, we're talking about moving forward in unity. And I'm speaking to Yang Bahumat, Teresa Kok. We'll be right back. Right here.
1: Right here. Right, 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 right here. On Tracks FM.
0: Listening to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face to face with our guests every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM.
1: Here, right here, right, 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 right,
0: right here on Tracks FM. Welcome back to Tracks Momentum's Face to Face. You are with me, Diana, and I am also having a chat with Yang Mahomet, Teresa Koch. She's been with me over the past. I say about 25 minutes or so. Thank you so much for still being here with me and uh, oh, yeah. talking about your experiences. And in fact, uh, what we as a rat yet have been seeing uh, happen ever since the G15, what people have been thinking about and whatnot. But now I do want to give a couple of shout outs to some people who have said hello via Facebook at tracks FM official shout out to Clay, Stephen tuning as well as Al- Alan Chan. He says, happy new year. Hi, happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, continue to send your, you know, hellos or anything of the sort via Facebook, but I'm going to continue on. Uh, Yang Mohamad, can you share with the listeners how you intend to benefit both uh, your constituency as well as the country? What are we going to expect? For
2: this year? Well, anytime for the next few years, this year? Uh, well, I must say that, uh, you know, we, we have to, a lot of things, politics is dynamic. So it takes two hands to clap. And uh, we have to really uh, show sincerity to work together. And then people can see from uh, the way we uh, run our program, the way uh, we make our statements. So I believe there are lots of things that we, we actually can do together. Although we are, we might be from, we used to be <laughs> um, political, you know, uh, enemies in the past. But there are a lot of commonality if we come together to and we, to discuss about law and and policies reform. Uh, for example, I'm I must say that I'm very uh, I was so encouraged to see uh, that though Azarina Ofman, she mentioned, but she was uh, she is going to present the those. Uh, uh, remove the compulsory mandatory death penalty in Parliament. This was something that when I was Cabinet Minister uh, in last term, we were trying to push for, but we faced so much, you know, backlash, you know, at that time. And uh, she also mentioned that uh, uh, she's going to amend the uh, constitution, uh, bring constitution amendment for the women who have, who who uh, well gave birth to children overseas uh, and they be, Children can become Malaysian. Mm-hmm. This is really, you know, a long-awaited uh, uh, kind of this uh, law reform uh, by women. And uh, for me, uh, that is the parliament part. I, I mean, I, I feel uh, quite excited to see all these uh, positive uh, amendment being uh, uh, announced by the minister. Okay, for me, I hope that uh, parliaments will be more alive. Uh, there will be more select committee uh, to be formed for the MPs to monitor different ministries mm-hmm. and bring forward our ideas and understand better about the uh, government's uh, policies and work together with the governments mm-hmm. of different ministries. And for me, as a MP for Kuala Lumpur, I look forward... Uh, you know, the Prime Minister had... Um, asked the DBKL uh, to have monthly meeting with the MPs. I was so delighted to hear that from the Prime Minister. And uh, and, uh, I, you know, because there are lots of constituency issues, potholes, clock drain and landslide and all these things, a lot of times we... um, we did not get that positive or immediate responses from uh, the DBKL. So now, if we can have monthly meeting with DBKL top ranking officers, I believe this will help to improve the condition uh, of our constituencies.
0: Oh yes, being able to work together with basically everyone, uh, yeah. pulling everyone's ideas together in order for the benefit of the nation. Yes. After all, Waibi, um, what what are your expectations for 2023?
2: Well uh let's, let's be a bit um uh, practical. Um of course I can say all the nice things uh, that I mentioned just now, but uh looking at climate change, the world climate change, looking at uh we are going to I foresee that we are going to have more flood landslides like the Patankali ones. And I'm going to see that uh I, I mean this is not happening in Malaysia alone, but it's a worldwide you know phenomenon i I think that we have to uh, be prepared and learn to offer help uh, and do it fast enough to the victims of landslide or flood and so on and we need to be prepared for that okay and secondly I foresee that uh, there might be uh, economic uh, slowdown this is what not from me but from some uh, economic uh, experts right uh, economic analysts so we be prepared you know we might need to also be cautious with our spending, so I'm quite glad to see that the government is very mindful of that. They slim the cap- uh, they, what they call it, reduce the members uh, in the cabinet and uh, they are very cautious, for example they cancels the celebration of uh, what they call the New Year celebration because of the patankali you know, the disaster. So all these measure will give uh, Rakyat a, a feel that, well, the government and us, Rakyat are together. We are, you know, Embracing a uh, challenging uh, year but i i believe that if we uh, all can work together i uh, know come back to unity government and if people can be united to uh, when we face all these challenges uh, i think we can overcome it
0: very good i mean it is after all going to be you know full circle we are here specifically to talk about moving forward in unity and it seems as though you are working towards that it is um, great to hear, uh, but I think at this point of time, unfortunately, we've run out of time yes. uh, because we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> you are a busy, busy, busy lady. Uh, so we do have uh, one last question. Is there anything else you'd like to add or wish to our listeners right now?
2: Well, I hope that the Rakyat can continue to give us support. You know uh, well for my uh, constituents, you know me for 24 years. And uh, y'all have given me, you know, overwhelming support until all my opponents lost deposit, (laughs) like in my constituency, but not only for me, you know, I I hope that uh, Rakyat can also come forward uh, to to volunteer their service, right? And uh, when with all these grand uh, ideas, you know, uh, being brought forward, most important is not just to give lip service, but to translate like I say that, you know, we need to help the poor need to help be quick enough uh, for the disaster victims. I believe there are many experts on the ground that we hope that they can come forward and lend support and to work together with the MP's office. And, uh, and, uh, for me, I'm, I, I, I really hope that I can work closely together with the NGOs mm-hmm. and, uh, Especially you know they we have a lot of retired civil servants they, they they are so smart in many things because they have served the government for many years, right. And know all these retired civil servants i do I do hope that. I urge them to come forward. They are not that old yet, say, so they can come forward and do many wonders and contribute back to the society.
0: All right. Thank mm. you very much. Uh, well, we really look forward to seeing what is to come, especially for the next few years and all the best with yes. everything. Uh, but thank you so much. Once again, uh, I've been speaking to young Muhammad, Teresa Kok. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and thank uh, you for inviting and me. And do come again very soon. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, there you have it. Uh, Uh, Well, it has been rather exciting and I hope you have enjoyed our face-to-face this session. And uh, remember to follow us on Facebook at TraxFM Official. Send in your comments. You can still watch the video once again once the live is over. But we will be back shortly, so don't go anywhere. This is TraxFM
1: here, Right here, right, right, right here, on Tracks FM.
0: Listening to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world. When we go face to face with our guests every Thursday at 11:15 a.m. only on Tracks FM.